Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 262. Oh, my Today's God. This episode is Jetpack Wishlist. We're going to go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Our newbie, Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Noob. Dan. <laughs> I'm a total newbie. Um, and I'm a code wrangler at Automatic working on Jetpack. Very cool. Well, Jetpack, it's awesome that you're on today. <laughs> How about you, George? Do what you work on Jetpack? <laughs> Hi, my name is George Stefanis. I work on <laughs> Automatic, and this, this is what is I have to do third. whenever lower thirds aren't working. Uh, and I've been working on Jetpack for about the last five years and like to pack on things. <laughs> awesome. Good to have and you working on, And working Pennsylvania is coming up in one month for all you East Coast folks. Awesome. Good to have you on as usual, George. How about you, Russ? Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Russell Aaron. I work at Web Dev Studios, and Jetpack is always the first plugin that I install on any new site. Nice. Steve, what about you? I am Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And I will be speaking at WordCamp Phoenix in exactly two weeks from today. Awesome, man. Congrats for, for, for them, you know, getting, the, getting them to get you to be on and talk. Thank you. Thank you for the, yes. I'm Jason Tucker. I do the words and make the things and talk the stuffs. No, just kidding. Um, I'm Jason Tucker. Uh, you can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. And we do this show, and we also do another show called WP Blab. Feel free to go take a look at that. That happens on Thursdays in the evening, so take a look at all of that stuff as well. And happy Groundhog Day. Um, right. Punk's Tony, Phil, Punk's Tony Phil did see his shadow, so there are six more weeks of winter that we have to face. Well, thanks a lot. I, I was waiting for the newscast here to tell me if you saw his shadow. Now he did. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, uh, sorry. Here, here in Huntington Beach, we are five below eighty right now. So, you see, I was gonna make the joke Brr. that Mullenweg saw his shadow. So there's at least six more weeks until Gutenberg launches. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let, let's talk a little bit about Jetpack. We've always, we've always gave have give, given George a lot of crap about Jetpack and just what? the things that it's Jetpack all is. in love. I accept it. That's or I, like, not true. It is. And you know, it's I, I joke that it's all in love. Come on. <laughs> I've joked personally that at some point we're going to install Jetpack and then we'll install WordPress. So where are we in that, George? Are, are we are we at that point where Jetpack is the thing that we install first? It has been discussed, but no, we're not at that point. <laughs> but then it could be a, a four-minute install. <laughs> it could be a four-minute install. It's going to be pretty awesome. Well, All right. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But no, nothing to report at this time. I can neither confirm nor deny any such allegations of impropriety or any uh, collusion among hosting providers. And no, I, I got nothing up for you on that front. I'm sorry. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's that's fine. Well, so we, we've been wanting to do a show like this where we just talked about Jetpack because we, we, we tend to not talk about our own products that we're doing or anything like that. We just kind of you skirt around that a little bit. But you know, at this point, we, we've talked enough crap about Jetpack to George <laughs> on the show. We might as well, like, actually say, like, here's some things that we'd love to have on. And it's so weird because the, the person who I'd imagine would have the most to say would be Say, and she's not here today. She, she, yes. thinks, she thinks WordPress eats WordPress, sleeps WordPress, right? Or is that all, all the things at Say Media. Yes. 
<laughs> so, so what you guys don't know is instead of writing a, a letter to Santa, she writes a letter to George, and this is what she sends every year. Says these are the features that I need. She just confuses all us large, jolly bearded people. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff that's been happening in Jetpack lately. Um, some of it is more starting being rolled out on like the higher paid tiers, uh, like uh, Elasticsearch powered search that I know Dan can share a lot more than I can about. Um, but I mean, I mean, on that, historically, search in WordPress has always been kind of bad. Because let's face it, uh, my SQL databases aren't really the best thing for doing contextual clever searches. So um, we can do better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've always called search uh, WordPress's Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now Achilles uh, has replacement heels. You just have to install <laughs> Jetpack. Right. Uh, well, there's yeah. been other so, products that have been around that have tried to do this sort of thing where it's like it asks the human, hey, human, I want you to give me a list of words and things that I should organize in such a way that I can then hopefully present these to the person that's going to be doing the searching. But that's only good for the person who's actually doing who's running the site who thinks this is what these people are going to be searching for when you have somebody just shows up and just randomly searches for something and they don't get the results that they're looking for. How's Elastic, yeah. Elasticsearch going to fix that? Like, what, what does that do to, to actually fix it? So, um, yeah, I, I think I can I can offer some context here. Um, yeah. First, firstly, I want to say that um, Elasticsearch is, oh, <laughs> here's me uh, needing to actually disable my phone when I'm going to be on a call. Um, <laughs> and I can't drag down with sweaty hands. Um, Cancel that. So, yep. so Jetpack, Jetpack's search is like a really good example of one of the things that makes Jetpack so powerful, which is that because we already connect to a bunch of cloud uh, services, right? Yep. Like in order to do related posts and all these other things, we're already synchronizing a lot of the data from your website to the cloud, right? So then like making that searchable through an API is not that huge of a leap from from a lot of the things that we're already doing. Like we're already providing stats, we're already syncing stuff for related posts and and uh, enhanced distribution and photon and all these other things. And so um, it doesn't um, it's it doesn't cost us as much as other providers to sort of add search to that. Um, and that means that we can provide it at a really great price point compared to people who are just sort of dedicated to doing Elasticsearch. Um, and Plus, I, I mean, if you ever wanted to start up your own Elasticsearch index, I mean, you could do it, but you need to have a virtual private server that's running just that, which is going to yeah. cost you probably more than Jetpack Premium on its own with everything it, else that it comes totally, with. Totally, totally. Like, right, we've compared it to the cost of running your own server and it's and and getting Jetpack Premium that includes, uh, sorry, Jetpack Professional that includes uh, Elasticsearch is substantially cheaper, not to mention all the other stuff you get in the back. But in terms of how it actually benefits your site, um, there's a few different ways and some of them are more for power users and some of them are more stuff you get out of the box. But like out of the box, um, we provide really great um, internationalized search. So in terms of like taking the things that you're looking for and matching them against the words in your posts, we, we use Elasticsearch's um, uh, multi-language stemming and, and things like that. So that like 
you, um, if you're searching in Korean, if you're searching in Japanese, if you're searching in Italian, whatever, it'll actually do proper like depluralization, right? So that shoe and shoes will both match. Um, those are things that MySQL cannot do out of the box. Um, certainly not on your typical shared hosting. And even then it's really, really hard to set up, but Elasticsearch gives us that sort nice. of for free. Um, and we can also search by like a lot of additional things really quickly. So um, in the future, we'll be able to index a lot of stuff from like other plugins, um, like different kinds of meta and stuff like that. We can add them into the index um, and search them in a way that like in MySQL would be quite prohibitive because you'd have to do sort of elaborate multiple joins against the post meta table. And it's really, really hard that's, to do. That's a recipe for disaster. Right, right. <laughs> it's And the other thing that the Elasticsearch gives us sort of for free in terms of performance is um, this thing called aggregations. And so aggregations is sort of like, tell me stuff about the whole set of things that matched my search. So if you're searching on a WooCommerce site for shoes, it's like, tell me all of the WooCommerce product categories that match this search, not just in the first page of results, but across all results so that I can drill down and refine my search. So Very if cool. I, if I search for the word fancy, it's like here's the uh, fancy hats, fancy shoes, fancy whatever, and you can and and for each of those, it'll even tell you the number of products that are in that category, and it's all without affecting the performance of search. You can add as many of these uh, facets or aggregations, we call them, uh, as you want, um, and it's all you can do it all visually in uh, the sidebar widget builder. So you go in and all the power of these aggregations is actually exposed to you visually with like no programming required in the upcoming version of Jetpack. So that's, wow, that's really, cool. really cool. That's great. Yeah. That's really cool. You know, I have some limited experience with Elasticsearch. I'm not, I've never programmed for it, but my uh, my director of engineering, Aaron Holbrook, uh, contributed to the Elastic Press plugin. Um, so that's, that's, that's where our familiarity comes from. And I can just yeah. speak to what it takes to set up a separate server, uh, to connect into all the APIs, to make that happen, just to, just to set up a basic Elasticsearch. So that's, yeah. that's really cool that this is coming in Jetpack. Yeah, and, and, and actually um, we hook into WP Query kind of transparently. So you can actually, by default, we hook anything that's sort of like a, a standard search page search, but you can actually, uh, just using a filter, you can actually use Elasticsearch to intercept any kind of WP Query across your whole site. So if you're an advanced user and you wanna be able to like intercept searches in the admin because you have like 5 million posts and you're a news site, then you can actually intercept WP query requests in the admin and you can return results from the search index, um, which for power users could be incredible. Um, and the final thing is you actually can issue Elasticsearch queries directly from any PHP code. So you can send our server arbitrary, oh, right. arbitrary queries um, using Elasticsearch JSON syntax and, and use the full power to do whatever it is you want with your content. That's great. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. How much is that? Um, so the Jetpack professional plans, I think, uh, George, tell me, is it two ninety nine a year? <laughs> US? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah two ninety nine a year. That's nothing. It's yeah. nothing. If you compare it to the cost of having to develop all these pieces yourself and host them, it's peanuts. Um, yeah. So and then you get a Kismet yeah. and Vault Press and that's, Video Press and all that stuff along that's, with it. That's, that's that's the cost of two hours of development time. <laughs> Right, 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 and then and then you know and then you have this platform on top of which you can build anything you can imagine. That's great. Uh, it's really cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love that. I love that. I mean, even maintaining that. Come on, Steve. That server that you guys spun up to maintain oh. that thing. Oh, I'm, that had to I'm suck. Aware. Yeah. No. It, yeah. No. I know. 
It takes more than now, two hours of developer time every year just to apply the updates to it. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, the, the server itself is actually not that expensive. We run it all on AWS. You know, mm -hmm. she can run it on a pretty small box, but it's still it it is time. It you know, it's a lot of time to to set it up and then hook it hook, hook all the queries in. And so this is great. It's very cool. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the topic today was more Jetpack wish lists. So I'm yeah. trying to get an idea of like what sort of stuff do y'all think would be interesting or fun to start integrating with? Uh, if this and that. Or... If this and that. I would love like when when Jetpack stats, when it says like, hey, you hit a thousand views according to Jetpack, um, send out a tweet that says like, hey, my site just got a thousand whatever, like come, come be another view or whatever. I would so, love to do uh -huh. if this and that. <laughs> Very nice. So some sort of integration into either SMS, like Twilio or Slack. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? I mean, Russ? I mean, more of like, like once you get that data out to if this and that, I could hook it up to my Google Home, and they could be like, "Hey, you just got a thousand views," or I could send it out to a tweet and be like, "Hey, my site is you know doing X amount of traffic, whatever," or be like, "Hey, I'm popular. Check this out." Like whatever I want to do, I could. You're just looking. My own message. You're just, look, brag, you're just looking yeah. for some affirmation, just some daily affirmation. I there. only care about. <laughs> oh, it's possible awesome now, but I, I just want to be notified on every device that I'm. Cool. <laughs> well, it could be. It could be made easier, but that's all. Just like WordPress.com can send. Will normally send notifications when you get a sudden, unexpected bump in stats. Uh, so all you need to do is connect via the REST API and check occasionally for notifications and see if there's any of those there. No, I know how to do it, but I want you okay. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, I make our lives easier here, George. I, I Come this on, man. The cat bloggers are not going to so be able to do this themselves. This is that provider that can listen for assorted notifications from your .com account. I so got what, you, what, what I think or, we need is like a separate web service called congratulate.me, which just like <laughs> Ooh, to all of your it. different websites and services. And if it feels like you've accidentally or deliberately done something great, it sends you a text message just saying, congrats, well done. <laughs> Daily affirmations. Yeah, totally. I love it. No, but like, like, I would like to hook it up to if this and that, and, and based on things in there, I would like to be able to, um, to, to get notified. I think that'd be really kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That that was definitely a, um I, I was I was uh helped develop the sync um under like infrastructure for Jetpack, which kind of synchronizes your content to our, our cloud. And that was always part of the sort of vision was like, well, we're getting this like real-time stream of your stuff, like so that we can provide all these services. It would be cool to sort of have webhooks, you know, yeah. like that, that you can tap into when stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we do internally. We just we don't have a developer facing kind of interface for that. So good to hear. What about forms? I, I would love to see. I would love to see um, being able to have like deeper, more richer forms within within Jetpack. Um, have you seen the updated form builder interface? I think it was it was totally re-engineered recently. Really? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. Ago, now it uses a short code view, and we have a pull request we're working on to do a Guten block for the contact forms Ooh. module. And yes, using that's the problem with Jetpack. The problem with Jetpack is is I it exists and I and I use it and I use it all the time. But you guys put out new stuff, and I'm like, 
what? There's a thing that does this now? Oh, that's awesome. Like, for instance, the <laughs> so, CDR stuff. If your criticism about, is we yeah. do so many awesome things that it's impossible to be aware of all of them, then criticism uh, yeah. accepted. I think so. I think, <laughs> I think so. That, that API I, that we were just talking about with the notifications, we just need it so every time you guys do something cool, that TV in the background of Russ, Russ right there should just go <laughs> off and say like, boom, 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 here's the thing that just showed up. I, I was I, just going to ask Dan if he could check to see if he got a text message from, from congratulate.me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was actually that incoming phone call before. <laughs> so it's like what, you're on, on the show. Topic, Check this out. On the topic of contact forms, one thing I've seen uh, a couple WordCamp organizers ask for in the past is the ability to flag incoming messages through the contact form as replied to or needs reply or whatnot. So on your site that has multiple admins, uh, be able to actually track. Uh, through the life cycle of a contact, whether it's actually been dealt with yet. So you don't that have two admins, really cool. each wondering if the other has dealt with it yet. That's not a bad idea. I like that a lot. That's not bad at all. That would be pretty darn interesting. I, I would like contact forms to map to custom post types. So so like when you set up like a, a speaker uh, form, like it can map to the speakers and I don't have to like, you know, like- It already does. Up. It already does? See? On the virtual word campsite. Russ, you just need well, to turn no, around I mean, every once in a while. It, Look at that it, TV. Well, no, no, it, no, no, that's not in Jetpack. That that's in Camp yeah, Tick. Yeah, so that's in WordCamp. Yeah, yeah, okay. But but I would like I would like Jetpack forms to just map to a custom post type, and then I would have no need for Gravity forms anymore. Okay. And that's not saying that I don't love Gravity forms. I'm don't, just saying that I would like to just don't say that. Carl's gonna hunt you down. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm the biggest fan of Gravity Forms. I have a Gravity sticker somewhere. I'm, just I'm a bigger no, no, no. I'm a bigger fan of Gravity Forms. Sure. Okay. Hey, do I have to get my no, cosmonaut shirt out right now? <laughs> I'm just saying I would like I, Jetpack Forms to map to CPTs, and, and I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> so that about, actually, I could probably build that this weekend for you. <laughs> this this podcast explains why George builds so many random things. Just so, yeah. no, Stanley, like, you're one to talk. <laughs> it is true. Talk, it is true. I am a talk one, one man side project machine. <laughs> talk to me a minute for a minute about photon. So pho photon is takes your my, images and puts them onto a CDN, right? Mm -hmm. um, puts them onto a CDN. Kind of. There's no a there's no image CDN. compression. Well, there is. Okay. Um. So they're depending on what browser is requesting the image. Like, there's a certain new image format that is more optimized. Uh, that uh only like I think Chrome accepts. So we'll deliver that image format to requests coming from Chrome. But you're not um, actually doing something like what Tiny PNG does or or Smush it. Uh, no, 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 or no, anything like that. Um, well, to an extent, we actually get. We actually can improve the compression on images without a loss of quality by I think around fifty percent. Okay, but, but but so I use Photon with um with uh Imagify, which is one of the WP Rocket sites, and so I actually compress there, and then it gets uploaded into uh, Photon, and that saves a lot of time as well. Like like that's easily one of my favorite features of of my site is being able to use Photon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's other things you can do to tweak it. Like, um, there there are filters you can use to add query arguments to Photon URLs when they get inserted. So you can modify like uh, what percentage quality is served. So if you 
think that the I think by default it's like eighty nine percent quality. Um, you can if you are doing a photography site and it needs to be full one hundred percent, you can boom just bump that up. Uh, you can drop it down if you'd rather have better load times. Um, yeah. yeah. And actually, this this reminds me that the, the other headline feature uh, that's going to be free for everyone with the next version of Jetpack is <laughs> lazy loading images. It's it's like literally my favorite Jetpack feature ever, by the way. Like <laughs> that sounds like you're giddy. Yeah. No, because like well, we have like, been on the PWA train for a while now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because we we went through this insane process again. I'm a side project machine, and this was just a thing that I did because I was giving a talk for with Google, and and we were looking into performance optimizations, and we went through like the whole because Google has this amazing like online resource, which is like all for like it's like this web performance kind of encyclopedia, right? And we went through like every single hack in the web performance encyclopedia and like which one of these things can like Jetpack do for your site automatically so that when you install Jetpack, your site just gets faster. In the same way that Photon makes your site faster, like what else can we do? And uh, we went through all the PWA stuff and the fancy tricks and all this sort of stuff. And we found like by far the most effective thing is just lazy loading images. Um, and Automatic had an existing lazy loading plugin that we just like optimized the hell out of and made it like super slick and modern. And we put it in Jetpack and it's coming out on Tuesday. Um, but if you like, it, it will for most sites, and I, I'm kind of spitballing here, but like it will probably like cut your bandwidth use by like 50 to 80% if, you, if you're running an image heavy site and will wow. improve your load times by a corresponding percentage with with almost no perceptible user impact right like it loads the images it does it uses this cool new web api um the uh intersection observer to actually preload images before they scroll into the viewport um so oh, that's cool. it's if that combined with photon is like really cool because like photon with photon your images load really fast from like an origin close to the browser and then with lazy images they load just before coming into the viewport so with those two combined you can substantially improve like, I, I, want, performance. I, I want to know who named it lazy loading that's actually the opposite of what it does it's actually more like active loading right 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 lazy loading lazy sounds like it's procrastinating the load right. no i get the... it i understand but lazy sounds yeah eh, we'll get around to it well yeah, we like i it. mean <laughs> yeah, i mean it's, it's kind of like okay if you're only doing it in this view then you're being lazy like like you should do it all i get it yeah. i get it I, i've gone back and forth about the name because like lazy images is like what people call it who kind of know about it but if you've never heard of lazy loading images it then I, it sounds I weird of, right I just, like just in time image loading i always, oh, I like that. I always think of it like yeah. a lazy eye i always I think, think, like lazy I, think eye. I think we need a rebrand <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Is it too late to change the module slug? Probably. <laughs> I mean, what could possibly just, go wrong? We have a number of module slugs that don't line up just, with their name. Like, just, Care Daddy. Just, just, just replace all. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, you know, we're already in beta release for the yeah. RC yeah. for the release on Tuesday. Yeah, that's yeah. no. Sorry, so, George and Dan. I have one for you. What about <laughs> what about custom post types in the mobile app? Custom post types in the Ooh. mobile app. That's a nice idea. So that's, it's tricky. And I think a lot of that's going to be down to what the core, what core this does with Dave the custom, custom field <laughs> API and whatnot. Uh, because when core has things where you can describe like all the custom meta fields that a custom post type accepts, and you can flag them as an integer within this range or a date time, 
uh, or a blob of content, WordPress core and any third-party clients, like whether you're talking about Calypso or uh, like a writing client or the mobile apps, they can all then just render forms for the custom fields that a custom post type uses. And at that point, um, you can start doing it, but that actual description uh, needs to be there for the custom post types first, so that they know what the custom what the format for the custom post type will even look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, will, I, I know, will, but like, <laughs> but... I, I think with Gutenberg, we're going to see a move towards more APIs exposing metadata about mm -hmm. content types anyway. Because like, if you want to render like a, a, a view onto some content like in the client, then you you have to sort of find some nice reasonably compact abstract way of like telling the client like what kind of data is being rendered right, right. so i would i would expect sort of through the process of gutenberging things and kind of in general moving towards it's a new verb yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh we should call that gutenverbing um <laughs> uh, <laughs> every time you put guten in front of something i think there should be a little badge that says you've been gutenberg <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, so I think I think we'll see like hopefully at some point more standardization on on how that metadata is exposed so that all different kinds of clients can s provide a sensible editing interface for custom post types. But that that just means at some point we're going to have to guten enable uh, the mobile. <laughs> the I mobile. I think it's guten enable. Guten enable. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to that deal with that like as well, candy. right? <laughs> well, that's that's a very good idea. <laughs> oh, my God. But oh, uh, one of the things that I've seen discussed as well is, I mean, the mobile teams are working on this now, trying to see what they can do about uh, doing Guten blocks in the mobile uh, apps. Um, because if then they can start like parsing and running JavaScript from blocks declared on a website, then you can have like a plugin that defines a custom block on your WordPress install, and then the app can download the JavaScript for it and run it locally inside your Android phone. So you can have the same interface there as you do on the website. Wow. What wow. George said. React that's Native. React cool. <laughs> <laughs> Native. Exactly. No, that, that's, that's cool. I mean, at that point, you're just loading up that Guten block or the editing version of that Guten block. Yeah. in the browser and you're modifying it right then and there right mm -hmm. but by the way this reminds me of like one of my like most wanted um gutenberg hacks which is i feel like somebody should take like the wordpress.com uh connect api wpcc like mm -hmm. and just build like a standalone cloud app that is like just gutenberg and you just connect it to all your sites and it just gives you, it just allows you to like use Gutenberg to like edit posts on each of those sites, but it has none of your settings and none of your anything else. Because like, it's like, as soon as you've got WPCC, you've got API access and you can just like hack Gutenberg to talk through through the API to like all of your different websites. So if you're Dan, like- are a, you just saying you want Calypso to run Gutenberg? Yes. Well, yeah, but like, I'm just thinking <laughs> it'd be cool to do like a super lightweight, like, you know, okay. thing. If like, if like all you care about is, you know, posting to these different sites, you're not worried about settings and you're not worried about that other stuff. Or, you, you know, you have people who are like just content authors. I just think the API provides such a cool way of like having these different views that are optimized. Like you may have other mm -hmm. cloud apps you can connect through WPCC that just look at stats or just 
look at security, right? Like um, as soon as you have this like central kind of railway station that Jetpack provides for like connecting all your sites in one place, like mm -hmm. there's no reason why anyone and they don't have to ask for permission, all the APIs are there can just build these sort of like tuned experiences. Let, let yeah. a thousand flowers bloom or whatever the phrase is, right? <laughs> I like it. I mean, yeah. there's no reason that someone couldn't build another, um, oh, uh, like managed WP custom right. tailored interface just using the .com APIs and Jetpack connections. So you wouldn't exactly. even need any client plugins. You could just have the interface be however the heck you want, yeah. uh, managing all your sites through it. Totally. So what you're saying is Morton could finally put that headset on and be able to do all his VR stuff and AR stuff. <laughs> he just would do it through a totally different interface. I had to mention Morton. I had him in AR and VR or he wouldn't watch this episode. So, <laughs> so that's what you're saying, right, Dan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty much my point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's Morton? So, so wait, wait. <laughs> Who's Morton? I, I have a question for, for George. Maybe we can use the political power of this show to get you a feature that you want to build in Jetpack. So what would you build, George? In one minute. Right. In one um, minute. <laughs> uh, more Guten block integration for all our short codes and features to better support the core functionality. Yeah. I uh, am wondering why Russ thinks that this show has any political influence whatsoever. <laughs> yes, us and our four viewers. <laughs> we we had people talk about like Jetpack and tell you the truth. That's not fake news. So we have I... a little bit of <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. Well, that's about it. That wraps it up for today. Thank you very much for all of you for being on the show with us and hanging out with us and talking about... Gutenberg, no, we talked about Jetpack quite a bit. So uh, if you want to go over to our website at wprcore.com slash subscribe, where you can learn how to subscribe to this content and all the other content that we put out as well. And uh, Dan, thank you very much for joining with us. George, thank you for putting up with us throughout the years. I appreciate it. And I, I, I wanted to make sure we at least highlight, <laughs> highlight Jetpack and all the fun things that you're doing over there. So thank you very much. And if you have any other questions, suggestions, or anything like that, WP Water Cooler on Twitter, feel free to let us know over there. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.